0: Till the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Benny and Haiti. Better an 1057 The Fan. Yeah. Total request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. 410-583-1057. Send your song request to the Plottsport text line. Nolan McGraw is over there. Getting ready for you. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about 45 minutes. Bob Haiti with you. Vinny's off today. Orioles and Guardians 715 National TV on Fox. Grace Rodriguez for the birds. And it looks like Hunter Gaddis will be on the hill For the Cleveland team, me and Jim Hunter getting you ready with Baltimore Baseball tonight, brought to you by Savo Auto Parts. Coming up at 6 o'clock, here to talk about final week plus of the regular season from USA Today. Joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline, he's our buddy, Bob Nightingale. Bob, what's going on? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, Bob. All right, now let's look at the Orioles here, and they're in first place by two and a half games. They own the tiebreaker as well over Tampa because they won the season series for you. And I know I asked you this a couple of months ago, when did you start buying the Orioles as for real? Or I guess another way to phrase it, when did the Orioles stop surprising you by as they keep winning games here?
1: Well, I mean, it's what they did last in the second half. It's like, okay, let's see what this, this team uh, is not going to endorse yet. Not right now, being a serious contender. And then when they start off the way they did and, uh, you know, play good ball, it's like, you know, the longer it went on, it's for real. You know, I saw them in uh, Arizona. I saw them this week in uh, Houston. Uh, I mean, they're were, they were a powerful team. It, it, it reminded me so much of the uh, Houston Astros in, in 2015 when they burst onto the scene. And uh, after all those losing years, and now, you know, you've got the potential to be, uh, you know, a, a real power for the next, you know, six seven
0: eight years we talk a lot about Adley Rutschman and we have with you Bob for quite some time number one pick and you know already made the all-star team but Gunnar Henderson when you watch him play are we looking at you know everyone's excited about him here obviously but you know 10 years ago we were watching Manny Machado kind of do the same thing but do you see future not just star but perhaps superstar in Gunnar Henderson
1: no, absolutely. I mean, he plays the game hard, plays it right. And, yeah. and I told him I, my favorite play the whole season was when uh he could have stopped that first-first cycle instead, you know, kept hustling to second base for the double. Uh, you know, I love that playing the game right, playing it hard. Uh, you know, great team atmosphere in there, a lot of uh, you know, from from top to bottom. Uh, yeah, this this team's going this team got a chance to, you know, run with the uh, AL East for quite a while.
0: Now, around here, a lot of people concerned, myself included, with the state of the bullpen, especially minus Felix Batista. And I know he's been long tossing and, you know, doing some bullpens, et cetera, et cetera. But if you look for a flaw, and Bob, you've been around baseball forever, every team's flawed. But if you look for a flaw with the Orioles, is it the bullpen or is there something else that maybe we don't really notice right now?
1: Well, I think just the, the pitching in general. I mean, bullpen and, and even the starters. You know, I mean, Braddish was lights out yesterday. He still has never given up a run to the uh, you know, Houston Astros. But I just think, you know, uh, inexperienced, uh, you know, uh, pitching staff in, in general. You worry about that. You know, going against you know teams like the Astros who've you know been there and done that. You know, when you got guys like uh, you know Berlin or Framer Valdez, you know those are uh, you know tough two to go with. Uh, so yeah, that's the only thing. And, but yeah, I think in future years, you know, that, that pitching staff will be upgraded as particularly rotation And uh, you know, with all the young count they have, they can always trade and get some, you know, top starters here next couple of years.
0: Now you mentioned Houston and the Orioles did take two out of three, but, uh, you know, Javier looked like the guy that was pitching in the playoffs last year for them, but 39 and 39 at home. Why are they so mediocre yeah. at minute made park?
1: Yeah, they can't figure it out either. I and mean, they even paid to uh, expand the batter's eye to the right. But, you know, as Dusty Baker said, well, it helps the other team too. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously they could have easily won game one without Mullins' uh, 3 round homer in the ninth inning. You know, game two, you know, belonged to uh, Orioles pretty much, you know, whole way. And then, you know, yesterday could have gone either way. But i uh say, uh, yeah, they, they can't figure it out. Because, you know, it's almost on their – It might be better if their own home fans boo them because on the (laughs) road they get booed unmercifully and then rise up to occasion. So maybe they get too relaxed at home.
0: Yeah, the giveaway for the playoffs is a trash can they get to beat on there. Bob (laughs) Nightingale, USA Today, joining us. What up, 5'7", the fan. Bob Haney with you. The Rays and Angels coming up here in a couple of minutes, literally. And, and, you know, Los Angeles put the smackdown on them. But the Rays, we saw them here. Epic series over the weekend past as they split with the Orioles. You know, minus Franco. They lose McClanahan. They had a brutal July. What about the job that Kevin Cash has done with that team? And you talk about scary and used to winning what about Tampa here and that winning vibe that they've had going back to '08? quite frankly?
1: Yeah, no, it's amazing. Uh, amazing what they've done. Uh, like you said, they, you know, lost one or Franco, uh, you know, I think three starters uh, had rotator cuff surgery. So our time John surgery, I should say, and uh, yeah, and here they are. So they're not as dangerous as they, as they look. when they first broke out, you know, this season, um, still, uh, an outstanding team, great depth and it could scare someone. I and mean, I don't think they're as good as, uh, as Baltimore, but you know, that series they had, uh, and, you know, over the weekend there, you know, shows that anything can happen.
0: Now, speaking of scary Toronto, maybe inch for inch, pound for pound, Bob, the most talented team in the American league East, but you know that they're not going to win it, but they're hot right now. They've been beating up on the Yankees here and the Red Sox. As of late, as we look as a team, assuming they get there, and they're looking all right right now, but a team in the postseason that air quotes nobody wants to play, would that be Toronto?
1: I'm not sure. You know, a uh, if you switch leagues, I think the team nobody wants to play is Milwaukee. I think they're that team you know, because of the uh, starting rotation with their Burns, uh, Woodruff, Peralta. Uh, but the you know, American League is like, you know, they got the talent, but something's not quite right, I and mean, it's still unachieved, you know, all year long. I still think you know the favorite has got to be Houston, just because they've been there, done that, six straight ALCSs. Uh, you no, know, I don't think anybody wants to face Astros in a short series. Astros longer series, you know, might be might be easier to do.
0: What about speaking of short series Texas Seattle, as they chase the Astros handicap those two teams coming down the stretch as Texas getting healthy at the right time, obviously,
1: yeah, the only thing worries about Texas is that bullpen uh just is so so flawed they've had so many problems on uh, rotation now, and you got e- evaldi and kind of jump around from there uh it, it's not a it's not a scary pitching staff. Seattle does have a scary pitching staff uh we'll see i mean that was that was a team last year i thought I had a chance to uh surprise some people and you know they could be easily swept the astros instead of the other way around and did it but i think a uh Cialcus care people just you know, with, with that rotation you know with Castillo and uh and uh you know and gilbert and those guys and kirby you know, that's a tough uh, trio
0: now in the National League, Phillies are golden, but you got Arizona, Chicago, Miami, Cincy, San Francisco, hell, the Padres are only four and a half out now, still under five hundred. Handicap that NL wild card and how that's going to be looking a week from now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean the Padres are done. They've—I uh, still think it's the most unachieving team in baseball history. Uh, you know, just no heart or desire there. Um, I think the Diamondbacks, you know, they just. Uh, Swept the, the the Cubs and the Giants. I think they're the fifth seed behind the the Phillies. In the sixth seed, kind of a crapshoot. I think it's between the Cubs and the Marlins. Uh, I don't think the Reds have enough to hold hang around. So, but I I think a uh, you know Phillies Diamondbacks would be a great series because uh, great pitching matchups. I mean, Arizona's got Gallon, got Gallon, and Merrill Kelly drops off considerably from there. But you know, uh, it, it's you know best, best of three that first round. Uh, you know Philadelphia. You know they they got the uh, that clubhouse culture, the offense, everything else. You know I think it'd be fun to see you know them against Atlanta once again in that first in the uh, division series.
0: Bob Nightingale, a couple more things for you, real quick. Yankees, Aaron Boone back as manager, yes or no?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're playing a lot better down the stretch. Uh, Cashman wants him back. I don't think there's uh bid enough for Hal Steinberg to jump in and say he's fired now. He'll certainly start next season, you know, in the hot seat. But yeah, I'd be shocked if he's not back.
0: What's the the Boston uh, blooms out as the GM and he you know, everyone is saying you, you know it better than anybody that the trade of Betts Mookie Betts was at the behest of ownership. What what's the what's the long term plan for the Red Sox here?
1: Well, they wanted him to cut payroll and get the farm system, uh, you know, back up uh, as a premier farm system and win the level at the same time. But winning, you know, the major level didn't happen. Uh, I mean, the bets trade, you know, that was on uh, that was on ownership. They're the ones who didn't want to pay him. So, yeah, could they have gotten more back? Yeah, he was a, uh, you know, a, a, a great trade. But it was certainly one that ownership wanted to do. Ownership wanted to say Mookie Betts they would have done so. So I think he just kind of carried out a lot of the stuff and paid the price because they didn't make the playoffs.
0: All right, Bob, last thing, match, Buck Showalter back, yes or no?
1: I don't know about that one. My gut tells me no. Uh, I would think Davis Kearns wants his own guy in there. I mean, Buck went there to, you know, win a championship, not to, you know, babysit and uh, some kids and, you know, going through uh, some growing pains next year. So, get tells me no, but I, yeah, I don't have a real—I don't have a feel for that one. Bob
0: Nightingale, USA Today, talking Major League Baseball. Bob, always great to catch up with you. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and we'll talk to you before or during the playoffs here.
1: All right, I look forward to it. Thanks, Bob.
0: You got it, Bob Nightingale. Everybody, longtime friend and future Hall of Famer. One day you're going to be watching Cooperstown, and you're going to see Bob Nightingale get inducted and rightfully so. When we come back. About that, AL East reports. Matter of fact, the Rays and Angels getting it on as we speak. Give you a score update. Bottom of the hour, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, swallendome.com. I want your flex. Say daily fantasy. No Saquon Barkley. What are we doing here? Matt Breida, last week it was DeAndre Swift, and boy, did he live up to that. Could we get that part two? Or is that San Francisco defense just too good? It doesn't matter.
2: Yankees, Boston, Toronto, the Rays. A closer look at the AL East. Brought to you by Window Nation. Get 50% off any style Window Nation windows. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders. Plus, pay nothing for two years and receive an additional 10% off your order. Call 866-90-NATION or go to WindowNation.com. Vinny and Haney. No, he just was in college the year
1: before. There's a fly ball to left center field from Brandon Drury. This one struck well, and that ball is gone. Second homer tonight, Brandon Drury is hit his 23rd of the year. It's a 5-RBI game and an 8-1 to one lead for the Angels.
0: 8-3 was the final score. That was Valley Sports on the call last night. As the Angels did the Orioles a favor by beating Tampa. They were up 6-zip before he could uh, blink. Savali so got rocked. In that ball game, So uh, the Angels, whose season is over. I mean, Shohei atani has gone. Uh, Trout's gone. Not gone, per se, from the organization yet. But they're gone for the season. Their playoff hopes have diminished, disappeared after all of that hubbub at the trade deadline. But still playing hard down the stretch. So they win last night. Bottom of the first. The two teams are getting it on as we speak. Scoreless. Cannings on the hill for the Angels. Rays at bat here also in the American League East last night it was Texas 15-5 over Boston Rangers hit four home runs Jonah Heim hit another one Josh Young Garver Carter all go deep so Texas breathing down Houston's necks in the AL West they're very much alive for a possible postseason spot Toronto 6-1 over the Yankees last night Kevin Gossman 10Ks in that one. Vlad Guerrero got scratched with knee soreness, though, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Other games relating to the postseason possible birth there. Philly 6-5 over Atlanta. Minnesota 5-3 over the Reds. Twins are going to win the uh, Central, and I guess clinching time's coming soon. Seattle, they take care of Oakland 6-3. Arizona's Bob Nightgill just said they handled San Francisco 7-1. The Mets... Didn't do the uh, Marlins any favors as they win that game 8-3. Your schedule, Major League Baseball. Orioles and Guardians coming up at 7-15. Orioles go into this game 95-57. and 50-27 on the road. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, the Astros are 500 at home. The Orioles are 23 games over 500 on the road. Two and a half up. Plus 126 is the run differential. Five and five last 10 games. Brandon Hyde is the skipper. The Guardians, they just got swept by the Royals, 72 and 81. They are 39 and 36 at home. Nine back of the Twins, minus 22 run differential. They're four and six in their last 10. As we said, losers of three in a row. Terry Francona looks like he's managing out the string there as he's going to hang up his uh, managerial cap. Got a couple world titles under his belt. Couple manager of the years probably going to be talked about as a possible Cooperstown guy. Don't worry about that one. Five years down the road. But the uh, Guardians, they're going with Hunter Gaddis tonight. Big right-hander. Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles. Grayson 6-4 on the year. 453 earn run average coming off that brilliant performance last Saturday against the Tampa Bay Rays. 23 years old. I mean this kid's ceiling is high. We're starting to see him scratch it a little bit. His first go around here with the birds before he was sent back to Norfolk. He was very giving with the souvenirs. He has tightened up in that area in a big way and you know, he's their most talented pitcher, him and Bradish. I mean, you can just watch him pitch, and you'd see the stuff is incredible. So we'll see Grayson Rodriguez and hopefully Give the Orioles six seven innings tonight. Maybe the Orioles against Gaddis and the rest for Cleveland. Put up some crooked numbers, and Brandon Hyde won't have to dig deep into that. Bullpen. 715 first pitch. National TV. The game's on Fox. So if you want to check out the Orioles, they're on National TV for the second straight Thursday. This Fox is obviously ramping up the coverage here for their postseason fun. So, in addition to the Orioles, Guardians, Braves, and Nats, 705, Blue Jays, Yankees, 705, Barrios against Cole, Mets, and Phillies, 715, Pirates, Cubs, 740, Tigers, and A's, Giants, and Dodgers. Long time heated rivals going back to their days in New York. That's coming up at 1010. Your wild card chases because only divisions up for grabs are the AL East and the AL West. Everything else is pretty much settled. But Tampa, Toronto, Texas. Well, actually, Texas. Excuse me, Tampa, Toronto are in. Texas and Seattle are tied. So that's going to be an interesting uh, next ten days or so with that. In the National League, it's Philly, Arizona, and then you have Chicago. They're in. Miami's a half game out. Cincy's one out. San Francisco's three out. Bob says uh, San Diego's done. Bob Nightingale, but they're four and a half out. You know, if they, maybe if they don't lose for the rest of the year and everybody else starts to, maybe they could sneak in and surprise us all. But that's what's happening there. Baltimore baseball tonight, six o'clock. Me and Jim Hunter were brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts, getting you ready for game one. Orioles and Guardians. Orioles lose yesterday, 2-1, but they do win the series against Houston. So that's all that matters. Magic number down to seven. When we come back, Mike Harmon. Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. Talk about week three of the NFL. And uh, Mike's a Bears fan because he's from Chicago, Northwestern graduate. Justin Fields says it's the coach's fault. Then he backed it up and said, I would never say anything like that, even though he was on record as saying that exact thing. Sports 24-7. 1057, the voice of the fan. Video Haiti 1057, the fans. Start a request Thursday, pick the songs, play one more segment to go make it a good one get your votes in featured artist friday 410-583-1057 plaza for text line bob haney with him but he's off today nolan's on the other side of the glass ravens at practice getting ready for the colts coming up sunday by the way no anthony richardson at practice today no ryan kelly no quentin nelson No chance, maybe. Spread seven and a half. We'll get into that and more. Joining us now as he does every Thursday to talk real and fantasy football, maybe travel around the world of sports just a little bit. Fox Sports Radio, Swallendome.com. I want your flax, among other things. Joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline, he's our buddy Mike Harmon. Mike, what's happening?
3: What's going on, brother? How are you today?
0: I'm hanging in there. You know, my birds are seven away. Magic number from clinching the east. For the first time since 2014, my brother texted me, said he got ALCS tickets for <clears throat> 180 a piece, including fees. That's it. Uh, yeah, uh, nosebleeds. By that's the way, it? yeah, I think you're sitting that's on top of the matter, light standard. Bro,
3: 100... <laughs> yeah, but that's the league mandated, right? That the league controls that, not the team. That's... But at 180 bucks, come on, You waiting as many years. Come on, Bob.
0: Well, I've been to playoff games.
3: I mean, that's nothing. That didn't even get you into most of the concerts that coming through Southern California.
0: So I'm 180 in on a ticket. I'm at least matching that in beer. I mean, Cracker Jacks cost 10 bucks. For crying out loud. Anyway, we're not Did here you to just th- add an
3: S to Cracker Jack. How dare
0: you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, before we get to football and all the fun stuff that goes with that, is there a sense of melancholy out west? Because you're based in LA. For people new to the show, that the last year of the Pac-12 football. Uh, Caleb Williams, uh, Shador Sanders, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, like the leading four Heisman guys through the first three weeks or so are all Pac-12 guys. Are people going, wow, this is all going to leave us soon?
3: Uh, Some small percentage, I'm sure. Sure. Right, I mean, you have you have your small percentage of traditionalists, and won't you think of the children and all that stuff? Uh, as George Carlin said, like the children. Uh, no, it, 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 I think everybody just recognizes the changing landscape, and if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Like as much as you'd like to keep the band back together, how many people really cared about any of the team teams outside of their their school? Right, if you're a USC fan, you. you yeah, you're playing the schedule, but did you really uh, hold up the idea of the Pac-12 Conference of Champions? No. That's for UCLA and other teams that don't play well in football because they win at the other events that are being played <laughs> at the collegiate level and competed at. But, you know, on the, on the grand scheme, yeah, I mean, I, I guess there, there's some level of percentage of it just from the, ah, uh, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone, kind of Cinderella kind of thing. But, it's also a recognition of, hey, let's just enjoy this because all of it's fleeting, right? These guys, this time, this space, Dion Sanders and his moment, monument, all that other nonsense. Man, how fleeting is that going to be? Same thing. It ends this week when they get drummed by Oregon and Bo Nicks.
0: Mike Carmen, Fox Sports Radio, joining us here, video at Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney with you. Before we get to the games and the fantasy and real football, we're going to get into NFL style. Justin Fields met with the media yesterday, twice it turned out, and uh, threw his coaching staff under the bus. Why are you robotic? And it was the coaching, and then somebody must have immediately snatched him up and said, what was that you just said? And then he had a mea culpa and said, I would never say that, even though he literally had just said it, and we all heard it. So what's going on with Justin Fields? I mean, I know everyone's breaking down film and look at all these free runners that he's missing. What's going on there? Is this a guy you can't you can't play Matt Nagy anymore for anything that's going on with the Bears? Even though I know yeah. you'd like to, but why is this kid not progressing the way that a lot of people felt that he would? Quite frankly, I was kind of want of them.
3: Yeah, ironically, they could get destroyed by Matt Nagy in the Chiefs' offense this week. Doesn't that? Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> right. But when you you they have problems of their own at least uh, uh, to some degree right now too. But we we look at this situation, and and then you have the whole Allen Williams thing, which is to me, you know, Robert Stack and unsolved mysteries kind of thing going on there. You know, go back in the wayback machine. Their kids in Baltimore. Yeah. But when we look at the Justin Fields comments. Like, a lot of it, you know, and we, we played the full 45, 48-second clip. So, yeah, he goes to the coaching, but he really kind of gets into the processing, and this opens the door for folks to start to take shots at his ability to read defenses and everything else, which which is there, right? It's, it's, an, it's an apt, you know, uh, kind of analysis as you go through because you are trying to change what he has been. You guys have gone through some of that with the wishy wanting, hoping of a, a complete evolution in Lamar Jackson over the last couple of years. Right. Well, he should work from the pocket more. Well, yeah, to a degree, but don't take away what they do best. And right now, you've got a paralysis by analysis situation for Fields because, you know, I do the things you don't want. I, I don't want you to. I went back and watched the Bears game a second time. So you don't have to, and you can do what everybody else did on television and pick out four or five plays. There are a lot more opportunities to complete passes or scramble out of the uh, well-designed, well-protected uh, pocket, because he was getting four seconds to throw frequently. Bob, plenty of time to pick up DJ Moore or whatever else. The other side is, you know, when you've got a scheme that you know you're supposed to start in bunch formation, not end your routes in bunch formation. Bears have to clean some of that nonsense up too. Uh, for me, it's I, I think to the, this week he plays like his hair's on fire gets back to running the football, and creates a little bit of chaos. They're not winning the game, but I think you see him uh, kind of throw off a, a bit of what you've seen from the first two weeks. Is it good? No. Do they win? No. But will it make folks maybe uh, look at him a little differently? Because right now you've got a lot of the national talking heads just making it all about the Bears and the coaching staff and the organization. That's low-hanging fruit for as long as I've been alive under Hallis, McCaskey, and what they've got going on there. But to absolve Justin Fields from any of the responsibility of being able to decide to throw the football, complete a forward pass, see the fact that D.J. Moore is doing jumping jacks wide open 15 yards down the field, no, no, no. Hey, you're not getting a pass from me. Whether all the other sycophants that do too much cheerleading instead of analysis are actually watching football want to do.
0: Hot take from Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's get to tonight's game from a daily fantasy perspective and for bigger picture stuff for people that might have some of these players on their teams. No Saquon Barkley. Last week we were talking about the Swift and what he might do in Philly. Had a monster game. No Barkley, it could be Breida. it could be the young kid that they got, but it's the San Francisco defense. So if you're picking a daily fantasy guy and you have to pick at least one giant and Fandle, I mean, are we just taking Daniel Jones and hoping for the best here?
3: Yeah, I think when we look at valuation, like he might. I haven't looked at the daily fully. I think he still carries a pretty sizable price tag because of the rushing yards.
0: Right, and like $16,000, something like ball. that, yeah.
3: Yeah, so I'd be looking at Brita's going to be a more of a value because there's just no expectation at all, but touches are, are where we're going. Wondell Robinson looks like he's going to be available. I might hang a star on him. He's missed uh, their, their start to the season, but he's a big-time playmaker, and he's one of those, hey, get the ball in space, and off he goes. You ain't going to catch him. So uh, you might have a, a couple of quick outs to him to try to make some plays. Hi, uh, it's been kind of interesting. Hodges, Hodgins, uh, unfortunately, you got three or four wide receivers that are kind of the same, which is too bad because I still carry the uh, Darius Slayton card because every <laughs> once in a while he pops up and shows you what could have been. Uh, on the San Francisco side, i got I got to be honest. The guy I think I would be, uh, you know, for one of my dollar plays in terms of, all right, I'll bet a buck and hopefully I can parlay that into do a beer money at, you know, that – high-priced Orioles game you're talking about <laughs> right. uh, would be Elijah Mitchell because he's oh. seen no time, no snaps, and they're starting to give it some lip service, Shanahan and company. And if this game plays to form, should be running downhill in the second half, giving him a little bit of opportunity. By the way, I'm still waiting on my Rushman or uh, Henderson jersey that you know someone in the studio was supposed to steal off their back.
0: Well, we're going overseas to some uh, outposts looking for some uh, cheap Henderson and Rutchman jerseys. There you, you go. Know. It might not be Where, black the and orange. name
3: is uh, misspelled. Yeah, it'll be yeah.
0: like pink and brown. I mean, the colors might not be on point. Yeah, and they might not be uh, spelled properly. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to do what we have to do for you, Mike Carmen. All right, real quick, uh, for the big weekend, plays, not plays, yeah. give us the studs and duds fantasy this week.
3: All right, usual suspects atop the board at QB, but give me a little bit of Kirk Cousins against – uh, the Chargers, hopefully you all found Cam Akers either on the waiver wire or bought him for a bag of balls because you're going to start seeing him. But for this week, Alexander Madison, you got one more shot against a really bad run defense uh, in the Chargers. You want to talk about something that will have ripples throughout the NFL. That's the game of the week there. Uh, B. John Robinson tops our running back list. Travis Etienne going up against the Planet Houston. Zach Moss ran well. Uh, behind no offensive line last week. Uh, for the wide receivers, the guy that we're getting on the board, Devontae Adams, right, he's chirping about late hits, whatever. I think he's able to go and have himself a game against Pittsburgh. Cold sores uh, along the way. And Lawrence against Houston, no chance. A.J. Dillon against New Orleans, no thank you. Uh, and Evans against Darius Slay, beat it. Ninjas, give me Sam Howell. I love Sam Howell, uh, so more of him. Pacheco, Zay Flowers, yeah, i got to get one of your guys in. And any guy named Tank is all right by me.
0: All right, Mike, Pacheco. aside from Fox Sports Radio, where are we following, listening, reading, and all the good stuff?
3: The I Watch Flex podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Download it, evangelize. I need a lot of clicks, people. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes or, you know, to buy his own freaking Orioles jersey.
1: <laughs> uh, and then
3: uh, we also have at uh, Harmon Rants on TikTok. We're just getting that going uh, as I walk my dog. And uh, Deep Thoughts, and of course, Instagram, Twitter, slash X at Swollen Dome. So much going on. Find your wins, reboot, uh, you name it. We're, we're evangelizing 24 7. Why? Because it's football season and the baseball playoffs, which you get to enjoy, Bob.
0: That's right, baby. Hopefully, for about a month. Mike Carmen, have a great weekend. We'll talk next Thursday.
3: Let's
0: go! There he is, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. It's Vinny and Haney, 105. Some of the fed funhouse coming up next inside Access at 2. And then it's Baltimore Baseball tonight. Me and Jim Hunter brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Getting you ready for Orioles, Guardians, coming up at 6. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football.
1: Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan.
0: All right, Thursday night football, 8-15 kickoff. You can hear it on the fan. Get into our picks here real quick. 49ers, 10-and-a-half point favorites. Saquon Barkley out. Giants did come from behind, beat Arizona last week. What you got there, Nolan?
2: Well, this would be quite the upset if the Giants are able to pull this off. Uh, No chance I'm risking that. Uh, We'll be going with the 49ers, and Vinny will – uh, be taking San Francisco as well.
0: And as will I. I'm sure I'll be throwing some Hail Marys tomorrow when we do our picks. This will not be one of them. We asked people to start voting for Featured Artist Friday at eleven o'clock. Here we are three hours later. Featured artist Friday we are jamming out to will be Pearl Jam. Pearl Come Jam. A little Pearl Jam for you. A little Pearl Jam. Alrighty then. Little Eddie Vedder. I find him off-putting.
2: Well, not a lot of people know what he's saying. It's kind of uh,
0: All the words kind of mesh together. Yeah. he just came off as like, one of those I hate being famous and all these, you know, as he's driving around in his big car living
2: in his mansion. I can't remember the last featured artist that you uh, were just ecstatic to hear when I said I ha- Look, I
0: don't hate Pearl Jam. My whole that era of Seattle. Alice in Chains is my favorite, and you know Nirvana. Yeah, Soundgarden's probably up there. You know, I don't care. I don't care anymore. All right, so it's a Pearl Jam tomorrow. Orioles tonight taking on Cleveland. How are you feeling about the birds there going into this series against the Guardians, who just got swept by Kansas City, which might be some sort of cosmic bad news
2: for the Orioles, perhaps here. I uh, feel good with Grayson on the mound. Absolutely. It was sensational his last time out. Eight strong innings for him. I'm uh, not expecting another eight tonight, but I'm expecting another good performance. And Just don't let Cleveland get any little bit of hope. You know, if, Let's say they win game one on a, a walk-off or something dramatic. Now all of a sudden they're energized again. They want to play spoiler. They're playing for Terry Francona in his final run as manager. Don't give them any hope. Take game one and roll out of Cleveland. Yeah, get on them
0: early and often. It was uh, Tampa one zip already over the Angels. Inside access will keep you up to date on the score of that game. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Vinny will be here. We got picks. We got uh, keys. Uh, we're going to talk, hopefully, about the Orioles winning the opener against the Guardians. We'll preview Maryland against Michigan State with Keith Cavanaugh. So, as usual, chock full of fun. On a Friday, but let's have some fun in that funhouse. Quick Draws,
1: Funhouse. <laughs> 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 The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake.
2: Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812.
1: I like that quick straw.
0: 1057 The Fan.
2: First one here, Texter says, I think Jack Flaherty can play a pretty sizable role for the Orioles as a reliever. Look at how he started his last outing against the Rays. Really great in the first few innings. Plenty of strikeouts. Then things go bad second time through the order.
0: Well, in theory, I hear what you're saying, and obviously the Orioles felt the same way. That's why they moved him to the bullpen. But he had a shaky outing a couple of days ago. Two innings, three hits. While pitch, hit a guy, double play helped him out. So I uh, understand what you're saying. It's not the role they envisioned for him when they traded for him. But, I mean, he's got postseason experience. We'll see.
2: Rick in Louisiana said, I uh, thought Hyde said, no more stressful situations for Fuji. So much for that. Uh, I guess he's okay with wasting starts from Kyle Bradish.
0: Well, Bradish has got to be running hot. I mean, eight runs, nine runs. He gets one, and that was in the first inning. So, and he had the tough luck L last Thursday against Tampa. Uh, Fuji two outings in a row. Not, not good. Not good. We'll see about
2: that one
0: too.
2: I'd rather have Flaherty in there than Fuji. How's that? Sound? Okay, that's uh. That's a take. Yeah. And along those same lines, our final text here, Texter says, I agree that Fuji's time has run out, but there really isn't anyone knocking on the door to replace him. I guess I would trust Cole Irvin over him, but that's about it. Yeah, Cole Irvin, he died at Norfolk as well with Tyler
0: Wells. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what kind of maneuvering Mike Elias is going to do once they get that playoff roster set. We're hoping it'll be for the ALDS as the Orioles are going to win the American League East. Magic number now sits at 7. Baltimore Baseball tonight with me and Jim Hunter. Brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts coming up at 6 o'clock. We'll preview that first game against the Guardians. But coming up next, it's Inside Access. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 o'clock with Vinny and Haney. For Nolan McGraw, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed.